Kristen, we're recording. Awesome. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Purple Dragon. I'm Pink Rabbit. We have a lot to say. <laughs> but we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, it's so cold. <laughs> mm. Okay. Oh. I was trying to get through uh, one last bite of strawberry mochi ice cream, and it was delicious and so cold. <laughs> I couldn't get my teeth to go through it. Oh, the time has come. <gasps> Jim Henson. Oh, the topic, I'm so excited. I just Jim <laughs> Henson. <sighs> Here we go. I, I am going to be mentioning something really sad. Okay. In this. One. That's fine. But that's later. Okay. <laughs> Um, First and foremost, positive note, we love Jim Henson. That is apparent. We love Muppets. We love Dark Crystal. We love Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Storyteller. Oh, my God. Um, Fraggle Rock. Fraggle. Pass it on. There's a new Jim Henson movie coming out with Melissa McCarthy. Have, I, have you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the fence about that. Uh, I haven't seen anything about it yet, oh. other than they were sued. Birthday. Yeah. Already? Sesame Street sued them. <laughs> Did they? I'm not even kidding. <gasps> I'm looking this up. They responded with a Muppet lawyer. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo, Jim Henson. Um, okay, well, we will get to that in a little bit. Okay. What is your favorite? If you can choose one. No, she's shaking her head now. Okay. Choose what's, one. Okay, what's your earliest memory of Jim Henson? I don't. No, and I wish I had my phone on me, which mm. I meant to totally grab during the break, <laughs> um, because I remember getting excited, even at a really early age, uh-huh. whenever I knew Jim Henson's name was attached to something, cause I knew it was going to be really good. Nice. It's true. Yeah. I mean, he's been gone for almost 30 years now, and... Uh, his still like his name just inspires so much joy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so what's the first like? Do you remember the first kind of Muppet esque thing you saw or Jim Henson thing? Honestly, you saw? it was probably either Sesame Street mm-hmm. or The Muppet Show. Okay, cool. Um, I know like Storyteller. Like I know there is like sprinklings of yeah. like other like but they're just like kind of foggy mm-hmm. and like hazy in, in my mind yeah. like i know there is like there is one with sweetums it was like kind of a fairy tale one and i can't remember for the hmm. life of me i've watched it several times and i can't remember for the life of me what it was but i just remember <laughs> sweetums was there and it was a, a fairy tale type story nice that's cool and that's kind of like like it, it's, it's, it does kind of have a mysticism yeah. around it. Like it could be anything. I think my earliest memory of Jim, of recognizing like, oh, this is Muppets is Muppet Treasure Island, mm-hmm. um, which is my personal favorite Muppet movie. Um, close second is the Muppet movie with Amy Adams and. Mm-hmm. The, like revamp of the Muppet movie, that kind of thing. Yeah, the one that won the Oscar for best original song mm-hmm. because, um, what's his name? Brett McKen- Brett McKenzie from 
uh, Flight of the Concords wrote okay. that song. And I remember being in the theater and being like, this is an amazing song. I hope it wins an Oscar. I hope the Muppets win an Oscar. And then I found out that he wrote it. And I was like, oh my God, I really hope they win. Oh my God, I really <laughs> hope they get an Oscar because I really want him to get an Oscar. And he did. And it was amazing. Um, but I think, oh, I don't know. I watched Muppet Babies a lot. Did you? Yeah. And they just talked about this on Pancake Show. Yeah. Uh, Friday Night Movie. Yeah. And they, they had an episode on Muppet Babies. I'm like, yes. I'm like, I, was, <laughs> I love that episode. Nice. Um, and I, I watched Muppet Babies. Like, I could not miss an episode of Muppet Babies. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved the imagination that was part of the show. I yeah. loved the adventures they went on. And yeah. How mysterious There's... Nanny was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with her with their stripy green socks. Yeah, exactly. And purple shoes. There's I don't know. There's so much about Jim Henson that just defies logic, and makes everything so magical and special and unique, and yet somehow still at the same time relatable, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. Like that's the ultimate goal is to be memorable, but because you can be memorable for being crazy. And, and kind of over the top and yeah. weird and, and um, kind of like, I've, I've only seen parts of it and I know it's like a heinous crime because I love movies, but kind of like a Clockwork Orange, like a lot of what people from my experience remember is that it's a weird movie, mm-hmm. you know, but if you ask someone what's the message, like what's the story of a Clockwork Orange, like, oh, I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> okay. Um... But, like, to find that balance between super weird and relatable, like, that's labyrinth, you know? Yeah. Um, I actually just saw, I'm sure I've talked about this, I saw Labyrinth in theaters for the anniversary. Yeah. It was so awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It was like being a teenager again. And Dark Crystal. I saw the Dark Crystal in theaters, too. Was awesome. Just the Jim Henson, like, summer of Jim Henson, spring, spring <laughs> of Jim Henson. It was wonderful. Um, uh. Yeah, I went to, um, sorry. No, 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 go okay. ahead. Um, I went to, I, I know I've talked about this before, but the Mopop Museum, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Henson mm-hmm. and display, and it basically went through his life as, um, you know, the creator of the Muppets and yeah. what he did and some of his earlier puppets were there and yeah. they had drawings from his journals and like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Just seeing inside his, his head just for... A little bit, just a like flash. just seeing those drawings of of puppets that he had plans for. Yeah. Was so good, and um, that's that's a brain I could walk around in, yeah, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he, I didn't get to talk about this when we were talking about the Muppets because we were talking about making puppets. Yeah, he made his first Kermit out of an old wool jacket that oh, he wow. found in. You know, and it wasn't, if you watch, uh, I think the original show was Sam and Friends. Yeah. The Kermit, who wasn't named Kermit at that point. It wasn't a pretty puppet. Yeah. To me, that was just really inspiring. Like, this mm-hmm. is how he started. Nothing's pristine. And I got a close-up look at a lot of uh, the Sesame Street Muppets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can see their stitches. You can yeah. see, like... To me, like, they were just these untouchable things yeah. that were perfectly made. Oh, and, they're, like, they're gods. And, like, them. Kermit yeah. was there welcoming you into the, the display. Aww. And, like, I, I was... I just got chills. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was, like, examining <laughs> Kermit just to see, like, his seams and stuff. Because you can't mm-hmm. see that on TV. Yeah. Most of the time. There, there's some pictures yeah. and stuff where you can see his seams. But yeah. most of the time, it's pretty... Seamless. seamless. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so it's just really inspiring just to see yeah. the seam lines and, you know, the Where stitches aren't perfect, you know, yeah. like it's, yeah. Because it's, it's, yeah, that's a really like great lesson. Something that's mm-hmm. been bugging me lately is that I've been saying for like three years now that I'm going to start a YouTube channel and I'm going to make <laughs> crafting videos and I keep trying to do it, but I never have like, I don't know how to edit anything and I don't have a very good camera and I don't have very good lighting and that kind of thing. Like hearing that Jim Henson's first Kermit the Frog was made out of an old coat, <laughs> like I could totally start a YouTube channel. It yeah, doesn't have exactly. to be perfect. Just do it. Like you'll learn along the way. Um, yeah. That's, see, that's just like another reason Jim Henson was amazing. Mm-hmm. He also like has some of the most inspirational quotes you'll ever hear in your life. Um, like about forgiving yourself and forgiving other people and learning how to like go along your own life, like accepting your mistakes. And it's just such an amazing person and an amazing spirit. And mm-hmm. we need more Jim Henson. Yeah, in, exactly. In this world. Exactly. Like be as weird as you want to mm-hmm. be because Jim Henson was weird and look at who he is now. Yeah. Even 30 years after he's dead, you know. Jim um what was the sad thing you were going to talk about his death actually oh. um i think that was my first celebrity death really? that i dealt with mm-hmm. and i was like i don't remember how old i was six or around yeah. there yeah and like i knew he was gone mm-hmm. and i i was really sad because i knew like he wasn't around anymore to make yeah the Muppets or any anything of that nature. Yeah. And it was just really upsetting to me. But um, a couple years ago, I went to Rose City Comic Con here in Portland. And Carol Spinney was there. Do you know who he is? Mm-mm. He is Big Bird. <laughs> and okay. Oscar the Grouch. Um, and that was the best panel. I've been to a lot of panels wow. at Comic Cons. That was the best panel I've ever sat in. Oh my gosh. And I've I've been in panels with the voices of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, yeah. and us singing the theme song with them yeah. at, the, at the end of their panel. That's awesome. Um, but no, Carol Spinney was the, the best one. And he talked about the funeral mm. because he, he came as Big Bird <gasps> and he sang It's Not Easy Being Green. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> somehow, not, somehow, chills. somehow okay. not crying. Oh, wow. Um. And just, like, the imagery that I got, and he said at the end of the the funeral, everyone in attendance, obviously there was going to be thousands, like, yeah. probably over a thousand people yeah. at the funeral. Everyone had, um, was given a butterfly on a wire. Aww. So, I'm going to start tearing That's up. That's okay. I'm tearing up, like, listening to you talk about it so that they could... Yeah, so ev- at the end, everyone, like, lifted up their butterfly. Oh my gosh. Start waving around. <laughs> I'm going to start crying. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. God. See, like, <laughs> even in death, his heart was so good that it made other people better. Like, that's, that's all I want. Yeah. You know? I'm tearing up. Oh. You going to be okay? Yeah. Okay. Everyone, like, there was not a dry eye. Yeah, I'm in sure. In that panel. Oh my gosh. When he was talking about that. That's such a imagine such a beautiful life just like ending I don't know I don't really face mortality a lot Mm -hmm. um 
At least I try not to. I have only known one person who died, and I wasn't very close to her. And I was more concerned for the people who knew her better than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I, I always tell my parents, like, oh, you're not allowed to die. Don't even talk <laughs> about it. Like, you know this. You're aware that you're not allowed to die. We're never going to die. Like, no, that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. And then, like, like, after my car accident a couple years ago, some really horrible stuff came to light about, like, how I look at the world and mm-hmm. how it's not realistic. And it was really hard to overcome that. Yeah. Um, and I'm much better now. Um even than I was before the car accident. Like, my whole life changed because of that. Mm-hmm. But hearing stories about... Like, I, don't know, I guess it's like... Like, 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 like... It's comforting for me to hear stories about Jim Henson, whose funeral was, you know, a funeral, but it was a thing of beauty as yeah. well. And, like, remembrance mm-hmm. of a life well-lived instead of just... He worked really hard, Yeah, you I, know? I have this, like image in my head of a sea of butterflies just yeah, just dancing dancing around like mm-hmm. <sighs> i might do that at, like as <laughs> we were just talking about like oh i don't plan my wedding <laughs> now i'm gonna do that at my wedding Dance, that's a good idea dancing butterflies <laughs> i don't know if Jim i'm ever Henson. gonna get married but... yeah yeah but if i do yeah got some plans now <sighs> oh that and dancing too because you have your dance yes my i always thought my dance would be um Rainbow Connection. Oh, yeah. so we both have Muppet yeah. songs. <laughs> we both have Muppet songs at our wedding. Future husbands beware. Um, yeah, I don't. It's just like he's such an inspiring guy, and every interview I've ever read with him, he's the same person through yeah. and through. There was never he's like so chill too. Yeah, he never he's had like so a bad laid day. Back. Yeah. Um, it's just what a way to live your life, you know? And he, he didn't always get exactly what he wanted and he still like rolled with the punches and made amazing things that still make people amazingly happy. And (laughs) as I massage my Miss Piggy book, um, yeah, I just, I love Jim Henson. He's such a huge inspiration. I kind of, I kind of want, I have a lot of tattoos planned. I have more tattoos <laughs> planned than I do have things for my wedding planned. Um, but I kind of want to get Jim Henson's logo mm-hmm. tattooed on me somewhere. Oh, that'd be just awesome. Just because. I want a Kermit head. I'm a Jim Henson kid. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. I loved, first of all, I loved that he incorporated music mm-hmm. into pretty much everything he did. Yeah. But in fantastic ways. It was never, um... I guess, well, some the Muppet Show was very often yeah. known songs. Oh, yeah. But, like, Rainbow Connection mm-hmm. and It's Not Easy Being Green and that kind of thing. But, like, Labyrinth is the weirdest soundtrack. <laughs> and I say weirdest only because I haven't gotten to the Dark Crystal yet. Like, <laughs> crazy soundtracks, but they're these you know, beautiful musicscapes and stories and like these wonderful things that Mm -hmm. he he made we have them because of him and because he always worked so hard to make them a reality and brought these incredible talented people together to make you know creature effects and what we know now as computer graphics that kind of thing exists because jim henson was like i'm gonna make dark crystal and nobody could stop me (laughs) 
essentially. Like, it's amazing uh, the things I'm, that have yeah. become because of him. I'm looking forward to the new Netflix Dark Crystal Me series. too. Oh. oh, it's about the Skeksis. Mm-hmm. If you... If you are not aware of the Dark Crystal, I know a lot of people know about Labyrinth because of David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly. I think Labyrinth is bigger. Yeah, but the Dark Crystal doesn't have any live-action humans in it. Um, Originally, it didn't have any human words, Um, but it it does now. And uh, it's a beautiful story of coming of age and magic and good and evil and all the things. And uh, Netflix is doing... A series about it um it's like a prequel right yeah mm-hmm. it's a prequel series about the rise of these characters called the skexies and they Ooh. are yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes perfect friends please please <laughs> um i've always wanted a shirt that says that with his face just please, please. make peace um that's about the rise of the Skeksis and how after the Crystal Shard break, you know, blah, 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 spoiler alert, but it looks amazing and I'm really excited for it. Did they, did you know anything about this? Like, did they, because I, I know they, nothing they about brought, it. <laughs> I saw that they brought back a bunch of the original, um, not Muppeteers, what are they called? Uh, creature effects artists. Well, I know like Toby Froud mm. and his dad. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on his name, Brian. <laughs> I think it's Brian. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're working on it. Yeah, so you know it's in good hands when yeah. a fraud is attached to it. Yes, exactly. That's just it's so exciting. You know, it's the exact same feeling of like, yeah. oh, Jim Henson thing is coming up. Yay! I just hope there's not too much CG in it. Just like maybe and en- hopefully enough to like help it along a yeah. little bit. Because I read they weren't doing any more than what the original one had. Oh, good. The original Dark Crystal. They had some yeah. lighting effects in that. Yeah. And, you know, some, like, disappearing effects mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. But um, I've done as much research as I can on that show. <laughs> and everything that I've read is, like, we're doing strictly, like, strictly Muppets and like, puppets. And, yeah, so oh, it'll be good. I met a Skeksis once. Really? So have I told you this story? I, I probably so. told this. This is one of my favorite stories. Um, it was for my 24th birthday party. I went to the Renaissance Fair with my friends. It was I love really Renaissance fun. Fairs. It was so <laughs> much fun. I got my first speeding ticket on the way there. Nice. It was a rough morning, but the day got better. And we got to the Renaissance Fair and we watched these guys like battle it out on horses like mm-hmm. there was a joust and yep. one of them fell off and he dragged the other guy off the horse and he hit him with a bunch of like whips that were on fire and as we were walking away to go get turkey legs because it's Renaissance oh, fair you have to get turkey you legs so they're turkey amazing leg. and they they're huge so they're so good and they were like, they're huge yeah they're like wrapped in bacon yeah <sighs> i got a jug of meat and turkey legs you just feel very cool at the Renaissance fair but anyway um as we were walking around the corner we saw this guy dressed as a fawn, and he was cool, and then behind him was, like, a trail of women dressed as fairies, and they were a special society of Renaissance fair folk, and right as they finished walking past me, I saw, like, in this little dark nook of the trees, there was, this, like, a full-size Skeksis, and I grabbed my friend's arm, and I went, Kaylee! We have to go over there. She was like, why? Oh, I'm not going over there. And she like <laughs> would not come with me. So I went over and I was like standing there and I was like, hi, can I 
take a picture of you for um for Instagram and he was like yeah sure <laughs> and I was just like oh never mind like he didn't do a voice or anything which was a, it, he, he was like seven feet tall wow yeah and I was like looking up at his face and he was moving and I was I wanted him to just be like like of course you can yeah. like do do the voice if dude like, like go all the way you're like, wearing a costume yeah, yeah. You gotta, like go through the trouble making a costume yeah you might as well do the voice this is like a thousands of dollars yeah. worth of costume and effort and time and energy and all the things and he was just like yeah sure like, that's frustrating okay so like <laughs> like snap took the picture walked away you know turkey leg <laughs> before i was a vegetarian i had the hiccups because i like horked down that mochi i gotta stop sorry eating so much food right before we record <laughs> well that's part of the recording it's part of the charm um but it's mochi it's hard yeah say no to mochi it's so good <sighs> but yeah, that was like my one exciting costume interaction was I met a Skeksis. <laughs> la 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 la. Um, yeah, that was a that was a good day from a very very bad morning to a really good day. Um, but yeah, again, all because of Jim Henson. Like that day wouldn't have happened, and yeah. I would have had a terrible day. Like that would have been my speeding ticket day if yeah. I hadn't met a Skeksis. Um, I do, it's fun. I do remember the first time I ever saw Labyrinth, I was at a friend's house. It was like a friend who was actually my babysitter, but I thought she was my friend, mm-hmm. you know? And she was watching Labyrinth, and I went home and I told my parents that I was watching that movie about goblins with Sting. Because <laughs> I knew that he was like a, like a famous musician, yeah. but I didn't know who he was. I was like, yeah, and that girl from The Rocketeer is in it, and it's about goblins. And my mom was like, she let you watch Dune? Because Sting is in Dune. (laughs) She was like, Sting. Like, she hung on to Sting for years, and I just was like, no, it's not Dune. It's about goblins. And I was so adamant. But my mom had never seen Labyrinth. Oh, okay. So she had no idea what I was talking about and that was long before IMDB so she couldn't like look up Jennifer Connelly and figure it out but for years I thought that Sting was in Labyrinth and then I actually watched it when I was about 13 I was like oh my god such a fool (laughs) mistaking David Bowie for Sting not that Sting isn't great yeah no it's not David Bowie Uh, I don't remember the first time I watched it. It mm. just was sort of there. Yeah. Like, I don't have, like, I have memories of, like, watching Labyrinth every single day yeah. at one point. Yep. But, like, I can't remember. When it started. When it started. And yeah. same with Dark Crystal. But I was I was more Labyrinth yeah. when I was younger than, than Dark Crystal. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. We had the Dark Crystal on VHS, and then it mm-hmm. broke. I played it a lot. <laughs> I think we taped it off of TV or something. Nice, yeah. We, we had, like, a whole video library of movies taped mm-hmm. off HBO. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yep, we had we had something similar to that, but it was, like, 80s British sitcoms <laughs> my parents recorded when they were in college. Um, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have 
TV channels when I was a kid. Okay. So I didn't really watch Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. I didn't really watch The Muppets. Um, By the time we did have TV, I was just too old for Sesame Street. I was more into mature shows like Arthur and Reading Rainbow. (laughs) And obviously, you know, big kid now, mom. God, I just want to watch Arthur and Boy Meets World. Oh my God, I was obsessed. (laughs) This is another episode. (laughs) That was the first show I really became obsessed with. Boy Meets World? Boy Meets World. Excellent show. And I fell in love with Ryder Strong. Yeah. Sean? Sean. Yeah, okay. With the hair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with his hair. His magical hair. (laughs) I was was more of a uh, Will Friedle kind of girl. That was his older brother, Eric. Oh, okay. Eric, who was really cool in the first couple of seasons, like really cool and really savvy, and then they just made him a, like an idiot. Yeah, he, he got just really got like stupid. super stupid, and I was like, <laughs> he's still pretty, but he's dumb now. <laughs> what happened? Like he was so wise and had such sage advice for his little brother, and and it just all disappeared. Yep. <sighs> he graduated high school and he turned into a dumb dumb. <laughs> Really unfortunate. But yes, that is another episode. Um, I have a friend who's basically like my little sister, and her boyfriend has met the Muppets. He was a newscaster Mm -hmm. in New Jersey. Oh, and uh i'm so jealous yeah he's like she's like oh yeah my boyfriend he like did a news like a weather cast with the muppets like kermit the frog helped him do the weather and i'm, I'm in the other room listening to her like <laughs> what like i was so like excited she's like i had the same reaction don't worry you'll get over it in time no i won't no, no you I never won't. get over that you never get over meeting the muppets how could you do that um but, because uh, we have to close. Oh, we soon. do? Okay. So what I I think is great about what Jim Henson did is mm-hmm. he, he opened up a whole new medium of, yeah. of you know... Storytelling. Storytelling with yeah. puppets. Like, that's never really been done before, before no. him. Um, Except for, like, Mr. Rogers levels, which was aimed specifically yeah. at super young kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that wasn't even like puppets. So like no. there there was like the little like hand puppet yeah. type things, but like Jim Henson's level of puppetry that started a whole new yeah. thing and without that we maybe we wouldn't have gotten stuff like Avenue Q. Yeah. And, oh, which I love. Of we'll course. Talk about that. So good. I think there's a puppet. We should put like a musicals yeah. issue in here. So it's like funny musicals or something. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But yeah, Jim Henson, he's the man. And he always will be. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see, just real quick before we close, I'm going to see if I can find that Jim Henson quote because it is beautiful. Um, and we'll close with that. Um, there it is. Watch out for each other. Love everyone and forgive everyone, including yourself. Forgive your anger Forgive your guilt, your shame, your sadness. Embrace and open up your love, your joy, your truth, and most especially your heart. That's beautiful. Jim Henson. The man himself. Well, rest in peace, Jim Henson. We miss you terribly and we're terribly excited about the things that your incredible imagination are still bringing us. And with that, I'm Purple Dragon. I'm Pink Rabbit. And we will see you next time. Bye. Good night. Or, but goodbye. 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 <laughs>